Hey guys, welcome to Friday's show. Morning studio. Morning. No lunchbox today. Uh, the good news though, it is Tom Hanks' birthday. How old do you think Tom Hanks is? 64. 65 years old. Oh. He's a legit senior citizen. Oh, That's wow. weird. Yeah. He gets discounts. AARP. That's weird. Eddie is a massive Tom Hanks fan. So I love him. Give me your top five from five to one Tom Hanks movies. Go okay. Ahead. Number five. Okay, number five. I'm going to have to go with something. My favorite movie when I was a kid, this is why I love Tom Hanks, was Splash. This is the one where he falls in love with a mermaid. Never seen it. Oh, my God. <gasps> this so is the good. greatest Tom Hanks movie, but because I was a kid. It's now dated, I watch though. it now, it's like, this isn't that, yeah. that good. It's in black and white, probably. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm not that old. Definitely old. All right, number four. Number four, of course, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, when that came out. I went to the movies and watched it, and they showed me the final scene first because they messed up the, the real. Stop it. Did, yeah. you, did you get your money back? Maybe. No, Cause, cause I don't think terrible. so. Because that's terrible. I told the story before. I went in, and I was like, wow, they're showing. They're, they're, I don't, I mean, we, is it spoilerable? I mean, that's over spo- 10 years old. Mike, movie Mike, it's okay. I walked in, and they're showing like the sad part at the end with the grave and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then it goes and starts at the beginning of the movie, and I was like, okay, weird, weird pattern here. And then at the end, they were like, we're so sorry we showed you the final scenes first. That's crazy. It, it could ruin the whole experience. Yeah. Oh. Well, um, have you re-watched it since nah. then? <laughs> you probably I'll should. cue that up after Splash. <laughs> All right, number three? Number three is Sleepless in Seattle. That's with Meg Ryan. He did a series of these, like, oh, you got mail and stuff. This is the best one out of those. The One of the, my favorite rom-coms ever. Never seen it. Are you kidding me? It's so good. Mm. Bones. You I got like some. Tom Hanks. So far, I'm 0 for 3. Go ahead. Okay, and number four is no, Big. No, number two. Oh, number two. Yeah. Big. You've seen big. I've only seen scenes yes, where like the dancing it. on the keys and stuff. There's a there's a head in a machine. Yeah, like a genie. Uh, that's the Zoltar machine. I've never seen the movie, but I think I've stopped on TBS and watched a little bit of it when it's you on. You are out of your mind right now. These are the best Tom Hanks movies ever. I'm not arguing. Apparently, I'm just a bad person or a bad friend or bad. I don't <laughs> know. Not I'm just being Tom judged Hanks. right now. I just, wow, I can't believe it. Things would be a. Uh, Shot on my character. I mean, Eddie is throwing out a lot of the old ones. Yeah, this stuff's like Andy <laughs> Griffith. Follow, after Andy Griffith, we'll show big. I mean, what do you want me to do? Like demons and angels or whatever? No, I'm not doing that. Number one. Number one, of course, the greatest movie of all time, Forrest Gump. I have seen that multiple times. Yes, good. Yeah, that's great. Forrest Gump, I've seen up the, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood was really good when he played Mr. Rogers. Yes, yes. that was good. A League of Their Own. Oh. Okay. Was fantastic. It's not old enough for Eddie. No, that was old. That's old, yeah. yeah that's but old. it's not as old as Splash. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> With like Madonna in it. Are you crying? Gina Davis, yeah. Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. Yep. Yeah, that was good. How about I am the captain now? No. Yeah. Captain Phillips? It was okay. I am I am the captain but, now. Like, like that line was great. I just like doing that impression. So <laughs> I, I am the captain that, now. Uh, the Toy Stories? Yeah, he's just voicing him. Apollo 13. Wilson? Great. I, I struggled oh, with that cast one. Castaway, that's okay. Or Cal- yeah, sorry. Oh, Castaway was okay. That thing you do, I struggled with that one too. Oh, you doing, doing that thing you do. What? The one that just got added to Netflix, um, Terminal. Did you like it? I loved it. Thought you it was great. Just watched it. Yeah, because it just got added to Netflix. Best is for me too is, is Forrest Gump. But after that, maybe a league of their own. You know which ones I've heard is really good, I've never seen, Go is ahead. Catch Me If You Can. Oh, I've seen oh, it. It's so great. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that may be the only one I've never seen. Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yes. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Tom Hanks. 65 years old. True story, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that oh, guy's still I thought around. you were going to say true story. I met him. I thought true, true, yeah. <laughs> no, I thought story. you had a true story to go along with <laughs> no, it. No, 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 Oh, yeah. This Sunday night on Nat Geo, Breaking Bobby Bones, two new episodes, 10, 9 Central. One, I'm going under houses and across spaces and finding bats and possums and fighting those animals. Uh, and two, I'm climbing trees with just clips on my boots and a rope, trying to make sure forest fires don't take over woods. Pretty wild. Check them out. 10, 9 Central, Nat Geo on Sunday night. Uh, let's go over and open the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hey, Bobby Bones. My name's Elise. I wanted to see how you and the parents of the show would have handled the situation. My 16-year-old son had some friends over for his birthday party last weekend, both guys and girls. One of the girls I felt was dressed very inappropriately. I won't get into details, but let's say if she was my daughter, I would not have let her leave the house like that. I felt uncomfortable to the point where I wanted to pull her aside and see if she had anything she could put on to cover up. I chose not to make a scene, but now I'm wondering what to do if my son wants to invite her with other friends to the house again. What would you say... 
if your 16-year-old had some friends over and one of the females was dressed very inappropriately, in your opinion? Do you think because it's your house, it's your rules? Would it be okay to ask her to cover up? Thank you. Pretty easy one, huh? <laughs> I don't know. It's awkward, but... Yeah, but your house, your rules. Yeah. Yes. That, I mean, that's the number one answer here. Your house, your rules. It doesn't matter if it's kids or not. I got any kids right now, but you come over to my house, my rules. Your house, your rules, but what do you do? You tell your son, hey, what? You put him in the awkward situation. Yeah, if you have a good go relationship, com- you go, hey, she can't. You maybe don't put it on her, but hey, they can't just wear their bra and shorts mm-hmm. over to the house. Yeah. So make sure that they know they have to dress like normal humans. He can probably handle that at 16 because he doesn't want to get embarrassed. That's what's going to keep him on the up and up, and that's what's going to keep him talking to her. Otherwise, you go like, or I'm going to call and have a talk with her. You know what he's going to say, right? Mm. Dad, but looks cool, Dad. Come on. Okay, but if you want it to look cool. That's what all the girls are wearing, Dad. Then they can wear it somewhere else. My house, my (laughs) rules. I like it. So if you go to him, Eddie, you're my son. Yeah. Hey, you need to tell Valerie that she can't just wear a bra and some shorts to the house. No, Dad, I'm not doing that. What are you talking about? Okay, and you don't have to do that. Anybody else's house, it's fine. But if you don't do that, I'm going to have to have a talk with her. Oh, no, Dad, don't do that. That's embarrassing. I'm going to call her or I'm going to call her parents. You pick. Ooh. So that will make him do it. Hmm. Okay. That's what I said. Have you, your daughter's 13. Any experience similar? I mean, I guess as a mom, like, I guess I would feel like maybe I could take her aside and say, Ooh, the mom and the daughter, that's tough. In a real, I mean, not even the, the, the girl, the friend that's over there. Like I could maybe approach her and say, Hey, do we have anything that we can throw on? Or can I give you a shirt that you can (laughs) put on over that? Well, I know, but then I would feel awkward having my kid because my kid, I don't want to make it uncomfortable for my kid to have to call out their friend. I think it would be more uncomfortable if you, the mom, talked to his friend than him. Mm, really? Yeah. Oh, you, man. Eddie? All of it's very uncomfortable, guys. Which is more uncomfortable, though? Uh, the parent talking to the girl. I think but, so, too. Oh, I guess y'all feel that way maybe because of guys. But, like, mom to, like, teenage girl, I feel like I could have a talk with her and make it okay. It I is- think you feel wrong. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, man. I would just want to encourage Morgan, her to what do you think about this? I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me because I'm sure at some point in my time, I showed up to a house wearing something that I shouldn't have worn, like a swimsuit, and it was weird for the mom. But I don't think if the mom came up to me and wanted me to do something, I wouldn't do it because it's their house. That's how I was raised is it's their house. You follow their rules. And if that's their rules, it's just what you do. Would you rather have the mom come up and go, hey, Morgan, put a shirt on or be like, that your friend, the guy, be like, oh, my mom's being lame. She wants you to put a shirt on. Do you care if you put a shirt on? I feel like that would be more comfortable. It may be, but what if this boy and that girl have a crush on each other? Then it's really uncomfortable. So maybe it's better coming from the mom, and then the, the boy never knows. I vote boy to mom, boy to girl, not mom. I vote mom to girl, mm. 100%. Eddie? I vote parent to parent. Oh, Eddie, yeah. Let's, wrinkle. let's go. Yes. Oh, Eddie's that guy. Let's go. No. Do you know what your daughter did? I vote grandpa to grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> parent to In parent. the end, to you, the emailer, your house, your rules. Yeah. That, I like it. That's what we have here. Your house, your rules. The end. Yeah. Everybody good on that? Yes. Otherwise, handle your business. We've given you many options. Mm-hmm. A myriad of options. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. If you want to reach out to us, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Eddie, how old is your baby now? He's two. He's a big two. Kid's growing. He's huge, man. Any any news when you may get to adopt your foster kids? No, not yet. They told us our date was August. We're waiting for August, and hopefully, I was thinking about this yesterday on my walk too. I'm like, man, I cannot wait to share with you guys that it's happening. Do you still think it could be August, even though it's July 9th today? We keep asking every time we talk to the caseworker. We're like, are we sure August? They're like, that's what it's set for. So yes, we're that's what we're that's what we're doing. And how long have they been your foster kids? Uh, over two years. Dang, yeah, a long time. So that baby only knows you. Is that's it. Dang. Okay, a couple stories for you. A tree toppled onto a family's house, and then debris fell all on a baby in his crib, but the tree did not hit the baby. It was that close. The mom and the dad ran to the nursery to scoop him up. He was okay. Here's what all of that sounded like. Oh, my God. 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 O
That sound mm. is the baby monitor picking up that noise. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So traumatic. You know, as bad as it sounds, that crying is like a good sound because you're like, okay, baby's good. Uh, the mom and the baby shared the video on Facebook and wrote, A very large tree fell through our house tonight two minutes after I put him to bed. Mm. Running to get my baby under the debris is one of the scariest things I've ever experienced. Oh. We're okay and safe at my cousin's house. Our house, however, is unlivable right now. Crazy, huh? Wow. Play just that tree part again where it fell. Sounds like a bomb, doesn't it, does. it? Sounds like war. Sounds like a bomb going off. Wow. Well, great news. It was so close to that crib, again, the debris went into the actual crib. Gosh. Uh, here's another one. This one's a little funnier. A woman repeatedly drove around a neighborhood so her two-month-old could get some sleep because the kid wouldn't fall asleep unless they were in the car. But she scared her neighbors who noticed her car circling because they thought she was casing the neighborhood to rob a house. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Katrina29 joked, when you're trying to get your baby to sleep and your local community group is worried, you're scoping the place out. <laughs> That's awesome. I wonder, they didn't know her car. You know, if she lived in the community. Big neighborhood. You don't know every car in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't know. Some mm, of mine. With a community watch group, though, I yeah. think you would kind of know the people <laughs> that lived around there. But the cops checked her out. She's all good. Just trying to get a baby to sleep. There you go. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Zach Brown Band released two new songs called Out in the Middle and Old Love Song. Here's one of them. Kane Brown and Black Bear released their collaboration called Memory. Darius Rucker released a summer mix version of his song Beers and Sunshine. Beers and Sunshine. Bonfires in summertime. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Back in 1961, Gwen McLaughlin, she wrote a letter. She was 10 years old. She wrote a letter to the Yankees and says, hey, I want to be a Batgirl. And they said, no, girls aren't Batgirls. So they did not let her do it. She's always kept that letter on her wall. Well, now, 60 years later, her daughter saw the letter and said, you know what? I'm going to send this to the Yankees again. Let's try this one more time. The Yankees got it and said, absolutely. Let's get Gwen out there. She will be a Batgirl. And she is now, what? Uh, she's near 80 years old. She's like, yeah, she's 80 years old. So she's she's out there, and she became the Batgirl. She, yeah, she, awesome. she threw the first pitch. She was the Batgirl. And also, it's crazy they just said no because you're a girl. Mm-hmm. Isn't, that, isn't that nuts? That's wild. I mean, I guess even 20 years ago they may have said that, which is crazy. Yeah. I was, I was looking at the thing, how things can change so fast, that the Wright brothers' flight— and us getting to the moon was within like 40 or 50 years. It was something like that. Wow. I didn't like realize the, that. The, the first flight, and it could have been even up to 60 years, but inside of a generation, first airplane goes up, and we get something to go all the way to the moon. But hearing that story where they went, no, you're a girl. Girls don't do that. Yeah. That's, and that's in her lifetime. And can you imagine the Yankees seeing it now and be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. They're like, we don't want to get canceled at the ball club. <laughs> yeah. We got to get on this thing. You get over here right now. All right. That's a great. She had so much fun. I watched the clip of her that's last week. Cool. Do it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's now time for Fun Fact Friday, which, by the way, we've turned it into Fun Fact Friday face-off. We expected Amy to be good at this. It's her segment. But she is 7-0. and She's so good. She's taking down Eddie, Lunchbox, Morgan 2, Raymundo, Ray's Bay, Scuba Steve, plus a listener. It's one after the other. She's lining them up, knocking them down. So today, she's taking on our phone screener, Abby. Abby, how are you? Hey. I'm good. Now, how long have you been working on these fun facts? A long time. I've been overthinking them. I have 10, but oh. I had to like narrow them down. Okay. We're going to five of them. I know. They each will give us a fun fact. We vote on whose is the best. Hit me with that. Fun fact Friday. Yay! All right. Here we go. Fun fact number one. Number one. 
Amy, you're the champ. You go first. So Elvis Presley once asked his limo driver, do you own this limo or do you work for the company? The driver said, I work for the company. Elvis replied, well, you own it now. The driver's oh. tip was the limo. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Baller. That is crazy. Uh, Abby? Okay, so the Guinness World Record for the loudest crowd roar at an indoor sports event came from the fans of the Kansas Jayhawks, which is where I went to school. <laughs> and it was <laughs> it was 130.4 decibels. And that was on February 13th, 2017. So, woo! Rock chalk. Well, love that you got a shout out in there, but there's no, no, no. way you're winning this one. No, no chance. Uh, Eddie? Yeah, that's why Amy's so good. She played to her crowd. She knows I love Elvis. Amy, you're the winner on that one. Yeah, Amy, Elvis. Morgan? Yeah, it's Elvis. Okay. That was a good fun fact. Abby, you played okay. to yourself. How about I that? Did. There you go. <laughs> All right, next fun. up. Number two. So if you don't include Super Bowls, the biggest delivery day in Domino's Pizza history. Ooh, let me think. The biggest delivery day, not Super Bowl. Pizza, mm, Father's pizza, Day. Pizzas, pizzas. Oh, Thanksgiving. Mm, Thanksgiving no, no way. No, no way. <laughs> it's, a, it's a single day. It's an event that's only happened ever once. It's not a recurring. Oh, oh one time only, huh? Mm-hmm. So when someone needed food quick or everyone needed food quick. I don't know. What is it? The day of the O.J. Simpson Bronco chase in 1994. Interesting. Because nobody wanted to leave and they all ordered pizza? Yeah. Wow. Okay, Abby, what's your fact about Kansas? I <laughs> was the only one. Okay, so about 99% of all wasabi sold in the U.S. is fake. So it turns out that the real wasabi is pricey. It's $160 per kilogram. So um, they make it out of horseradish, hot Chinese mustard, and green dye mm. to make it the color. Okay. Morgan, who do you vote? Well, I wasn't alive when the O.J. Simpson thing happened. You weren't? And I don't really. When were you born? 93. When was OJ? 92? 94. 94. Oh, oh you well, were alive. Okay, I, I don't remember anything about it. So I, I guess I'll go with wasabi for that. Eddie? Man, I feel like I can be at a restaurant and be like, did you guys know that this wasabi's fake? So I'm going to go with wasabi on this. Okay. I'll go with wasabi too on <gasps> this one. Thanks, oh, wow. guys. Oh, you thought you had that one? Kind of. Dang, <laughs> cocky doodle dude. <laughs> Whoa. All right, one to one. Next up. Number three. Is that Abby, oh, you are going <laughs> first since you won okay. the point. Okay, so throwing spices at a single person is a tradition in Denmark. If you are still single by the time you're by your 25th birthday in Denmark, they will strap you to a chair and throw cinnamon at you. What? And what's the purpose? <laughs> uh, it's just a Danish tradition. Once you hit 30 and still haven't had luck in the relationship department, their ammo of choice is pepper. And then 40, it's uh, <laughs> birdshot. It's like ghost pepper. <laughs> uh, Amy. Charlie Sheen once bought 2,615 seats at a baseball game because he wanted to catch a home run ball. Was, <laughs> That's baller. He was unsuccessful. That's awesome, though. <laughs> wow. Uh, Eddie? Yeah, I like Charlie Sheen. This is good stuff. Morgan? Oh, that the spice one was good because that would be me. <laughs> but I love me some Charlie Sheen. So, Amy's. I think the baseball, th- I don't love me some Charlie Sheen, no, but either. the baseball thing is, is interesting. Interesting, yeah. You're saying that would be you. Are you saying you don't have a boyfriend? No, boyfriend? I do I do still have a boyfriend, but at 25, I didn't. Okay. So I, that would be Cinnamon me. for you. But yeah. you are saying you, you're confirming you still have a secret boyfriend. Yes. Okay. I would not get the black pepper, hopefully, in two years. Uh, point Amy. There you go. Nice one. All right, next up. Number four. On January 9th, 1493, Christopher Columbus saw three mermaids. And he documented, not half as beautiful as they are when they're painted. Well, what he saw was manatees. Oh, he thought they were humans. Yeah. They were, back in the 1400s, yeah. I guess he thought he was seeing mermaids. And then you know what? They would be ugly humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not yeah, pretty. They were, manatees. And I heard, he, I heard he did it with one of them. <laughs> Stop. He regretted it right Stop. away. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Abby, what is yours? Okay, so the Beatles song, A Day in the Life, Ray, hit it. Okay, so it has a frequency that only dogs can hear. At the end, in an interview in 2013, Paul McCartney said that he added a frequency that only they can hear. So, yeah, pick your dog. So he basically put a dog dog. whistle in the back of it. Yeah, they can only hear that high frequency. 
All right, so Columbus having a drunk rendezvous with a manatee <laughs> or a dog whistle on the back of a Beatles song. Morgan. Mm, I mean, I really love my dog, and now I can play the song for my dog, so that's pretty cool. So Eddie? I'm going to go with Abby's. I mean, I think the Beatles one's like complete BS, but I'm going to go with it because I like oh, the Beatles. But it, wait, you don't think it's a real fact? No, I think it's fake. Yes, it I've, is. I've that's heard not that. fair. It, well, no, no, no. I mean, the fact that they, they've said that, yeah. I know they've said it, but the fact oh, that I don't I gotcha. think it's a real Oh, okay. Though. That makes sense. Like you think yeah, I mean, they're lying about their facts. I'm going to go Columbus, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Because we're now two to two. Going <laughs> to the final back. Will Amy be dethroned? Here we go. Number five. Abby. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, she's looking over her list right I now. I know. I, she has it committed. Commit. <laughs> okay. So roosters have built-in earplugs. So considering a rooster's call can reach 140 decibels or louder, you might wonder how what keeps them from going deaf from the noise coming out of their own beak. I have often wondered that, yes. <laughs> so it turns out they have built-in earplugs. Researchers found that when a rooster opens its beak to crow, the external auditory canals close off, preventing sound from coming in. It's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? On standby, have one you wouldn't with if you wouldn't pick that one. Because I <laughs> no, saw you not- were like, I know, but that's the one she went with. Yeah, I do yeah. have another one. Okay, but we'll, let's see, we'll see what happens. Okay. Amy? Okay, so Gangster's Paradise has no profanity in it because Stevie Wonder would not Coolio, allow... Coolio, Gangster's Paradise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Stevie Wonder, they use a hook. Here's Gangster's Paradise just for... Yeah, living in a gangster's paradise. And so they sample Stevie Wonder's song, Pastime Paradise. Here's a clip. Been spending most of their lives living in a pastime paradise. Which, by the way, we just played this in the dance party. Not knowing this, like 15 minutes ago. Okay. Well, so Stevie Wonder was like, hey, if you're going to sample my song, no profanity. So they followed his rules, and that's wow. why there's none there. That's pretty cool. Morgan, earplugs or Coolio? <laughs> I mean, that was a really fun fact, Abby, but I do love that song, and I don't know a lot about Gangsta's Paradise or Stevie Wonder, so I didn't know anything. I learned a lot. So Amy, Amy Eddie? gets it. Man, I really did like the Roosters until I heard Gangster's Paradise. So I'm going with Stevie Wonder, Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, me too. Stevie Wonder, Gangster's Paradise. Amy, you are the winner. Yay! 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 Abby, you pushed her to the limits, though. Uh-huh. I tried. Good job, Abby. Thanks. Abby, what would limits. you have gone with? Because I'm going to be honest with you. That rooster one wasn't your best word. It wasn't? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. I thought that was so cool. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. What would you have gone with other than the rooster? I don't know if this is better. Yoda, Mrs. Piggy, and Cookie Monster were all voiced by one person. That would have oh! won. That would have won. Oh! I love that That would have won. Gosh, dang That was your winner. Because they do kind of sound the same. Uh, wow. I should have. That, oh, okay. Amy, but you're the champion. It's all about hey, what you think. That's right, that's right. There are a lot Good of facts job. in the world. You're just picking the most fun ones. There she is, Amy. Our job, Amy. Nice job. This is Aaron from Mississippi that left us a voicemail last night. I just listened to the episode on the of the podcast where Eddie just finished his walk, and I was in tears. And I gave money after the fact, so he's still raising money. So anyway, yay, Eddie. There you wow. go. Still doing wow. it. That's cool. It's amazing. Right now, it's not live on the site, but it is live on the internet. The current total is two hundred eighty-six thousand dollars. <laughs> what? Yeah, that is unbelievable. Eddie raised that money for um, a charity that works with foster children. Wow. People still donating. It's unbelievable. You're not even walking anymore. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. TikTok, like, I, I'm not on TikTok. Like, barely do I post on there. But that walk just took off on TikTok. That I think people that I, we don't even know watched me walk, which is unbelievable. Here is voicemail number three. Morning, studio. Recently seen that you had posted on Instagram that Bobby Bones' show was uh, (laughs) actually on Nat Geo now. And I got really excited, so I started watching, and now I'm binging it. Thanks a lot. (laughs) I made it to episode four. I just got to let you know, man. I'm not much of a tearjerker, but you had a lump in my throat on on the last little bit there. Episode four, man, that was that was great. Thank you. I don't know which one that was. But because we've done so many of them, but yeah, Breaking Bobby Bones is on Nat Geo. It's also on Disney Plus. I think he means that Disney Plus, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. No. No, you don't think that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> but there's two new episodes on Sunday night, ten nine Central. One is the one of those episodes is the only episode where I got badly injured. It's on this this weekend. I won't tell you which one. Okay. But I one think. of them, I am uh, pulling mean animals from under houses, and one of them, I am climbing trees with just a like a bolt on my boot huh. in California. I got injured in one of them pretty badly. So if you want to watch that 10-9 Central on Nat Geo Sunday night. Woo! The Bobby Bones 
Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I got a shout out to Heinz because they have launched a petition for hot dogs to match the hot dog buns. Because like you go and buy a package of hot dogs and there's 10 in there. Then you go to buy buns and there's only eight. It's, it's very frustrating. I went through this the other day. We were having a grill out and I had lots of kids over at the house and I needed lots of hot dogs. And I ended up with so many extra buns. It's very frustrating. Oh, because you had to buy two bags of buns. Yes, because well, I had to buy more you. buns than the hot dogs. How I grew up, we used white bread. You put the hot dog in the white bread, you split the white bread and you ate it, and you didn't complain about your fancy buns. Mm. Well, that's what I'm about to do. That's a good idea. Yeah. You were onto something. By the way, wheat bread sucks. But hot dogs. <laughs> white bread, <laughs> white though, bread? pretty dang good. good. So Heinz Hot Dog Packed on change.org is where you can go and oh, add your signature. that's the petition you're talking about? Yes, it's change.org, and we're going to change this. It says 10 wieners, 10 buns. It's time. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I am here for that slogan. That's funny. All right, what else we got? Well, a man hired a hitman on Craigslist to kill a peacock. Apparently, the bird was annoying him, and so he put an ad up on Craigslist, and guess what? Someone took him up on it and shot Mr. P dead in the it, lower breast. This is what I read. It was a wild peacock that was annoying the crap out of people in the neighborhood. So sad. Do you have anything about that in your story? You can call wildlife experts and they will extract the peacock from the neighborhood and then you'll be fine. You don't have to take matters in your own hands and shoot the dang thing. The guy says, that the community thinks they know who did it, but the guy's like, you're just basing that on circumstantial evidence and I'm not speaking until I go through my attorney. How much did he pay that peacock killer? Good question. Good question. What the Craigslist ad say? Do we have a number, a numeric value on that? Yeah, does anybody know? Mike, do you know how much he paid? Because listen, 500 bucks, I think you got people, even 100 bucks, probably got people sniffing around, depending on what town it is. I'd Listen, this man was annoyed, but other neighbors in the community, they loved Mr. P, and they would feed him okay, cookies and bread. P. That he was did. his he was name. A peacock. He didn't know him. That's the, that's the bird's name. You need a hunting license for a peacock? I've never heard of hunting peacocks. I don't think you can hunt peacocks. Okay. That's where the problem is. I think is. you can kill anything if it's bothering you. He said, his, his Craigslist <laughs> ad... <laughs> He said, the job is simple. Get rid of a wild peacock that is disrupting our lives. Then he gave instructions on how to find Mr. P and added, quote, please contact me so we can form a strategy to eliminate this bird and also agree to how much you will be compensated, mm. but it doesn't have a price in the ad. I check his Venmo. Do you That's like a, peacocks? Yeah. Yes, they're beautiful. Like, why? Just because they're pretty feathers? Yeah, and they're a pretty bird. Oh, Amy loves birds. Oh, right. Amy okay. loves birds. Sorry, no, we're, we're like basically talking about our cousins. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. Okay, what else you got? You don't like peacocks? They're fine. Okay. <laughs> hey, right. take it or leave it. <laughs> the film, The Library That Dolly Built, which tells the story behind Dolly Parton's Imagination Library, begins streaming on several outlets today. So What's it called? The Library That Built, That Dolly Built. Okay. And it's on Apple TV, Prime, Video, Google Play, and on cable on demand. So, again, that's out today. So, just she's making such a difference with reading and education and children. Could be cool to watch. You know, I was on Amazon. I was watching uh, something. But I saw the Bluebird documentary pop up again. Mm. Came out a year, maybe a year and a half, two years it's ago. It's on Amazon? Yeah, you have to buy it. It's really fantastic. If you guys love country music, I, was, I, I do just a very small part in there where I'm talking about playing it and how much it means to country music. But I just saw it pop up in my... Hey, you may like this because I watch anything about country music I'm watching if it's up there for the most part. And it's really great. So if you guys are looking for something to watch this weekend, the Bluebird documentary is great. All right, is that it, Amy? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pal. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Sammy the cat was turning 19 years old, so the shelter he was at, Cincinnati Animal Cares, decided to throw him a big old birthday party and put it on TikTok. Well, the video went viral and Sammy got the best birthday gift ever, a forever home at 19 years old. And what's cool is the family that adopted him has another senior cat that Sammy can hang out with. So two little old kittens. I mean, Dan Smyers... Dan and Abby uh, from from Dan and Shay adopted a really old Chihuahua mm-hmm. who was like on its last legs and kept it until the dog passed away. But that dang dog was happy. Yeah, the got last, a good last last months of its mm-hmm. life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. <laughs> Just a little bit. Raymundo will let us in on the Subway CEO sending him an email back. Oh, remember he emailed him going, yeah. "Hey, I bought tuna subs and there's no tuna in there." <laughs> 
he got a response. We'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. First, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. Why are elevator jokes so good? Why are elevator jokes so good? Because they work on so many levels. (laughs) All right. That was the morning corny. Tell that one next time you're on the elevator. No. To who? To no, the, no, no, no. To a stranger. <laughs> people? Yes. <laughs> They'll get out quick. <laughs> They'll think you're hitting on them. Especially if you do it like you do at the end they of your voice. They will? Uh, so did I? Levels. Yeah, you did definitely went. You did. In a weird way? <laughs> you did. <laughs> what? A new poll says about two-thirds of Americans believe in space aliens. Two-thirds? Exactly what I thought. Mm-hmm. More than I That's thought. Yeah. The Pew Research Center polled over 10,000 U.S. adults ahead of that release of the Congressional UFO Report. The poll found that just over half of Americans believe that UFOs are aliens, and the rest are like, you know what? There's probably something out there. 65% of people think there is intelligent alien life. Most under 30. So if you're younger, you're more open because things are opening up. Every day it's something in the news. When Vegas put the odds of, are we going to find aliens? They were like, yeah, odds are good. Yep. Mm. I'm like, well, Vegas knows. <laughs> yeah, they're good most of the time. It's just weird to me because we think aliens will be like we are, made of organic matter like we are. They could be here, just we just can't see them. There are some colors we can't see as humans that dogs can see. There are some sounds we can't hear that animals can hear. All of our senses aren't going to match other things' senses. I'm telling you, if you want a good, like, fiction read, which I do not like fiction. I don't, I don't want to read fiction. What? I don't really like it either. I only read Hunger Games. Okay, exactly. <laughs> and Vinci fiction. Code. Me too. I don't like and you loved them. I don't really, yeah, I did like them a lot. <laughs> I don't like reading fiction books that much, but everyone I'm listening, I sure did like. Okay, well, I'll just throw this out there for anybody else, but Project Hail Mary is so good. From the same guy that did The Martian, which Matt Damon was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the book is so good. It came out this year, and you can get on Audible, or you could read it. It's so good. And it'll make you—I mean, it talks about aliens, and they're—well, they've encountered them, and they are, just like but you're saying, you're, you're a fiction. different— But you're fiction. You're, you're going, <laughs> it talks about aliens. I know. Yeah. He made it up. That's fake, No, Amy. but the way I they— I need real aliens. <laughs> the way in which they break it down, and like you're saying, they're in different types of matter, makes you think, like, oh, this could happen. You know what I started? I watched half of uh, Tomorrow War. War. What's it called, Mike? Tomorrow. Tomorrow War What's on Amazon that? with Chris Pratt. Mike, he talked oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. The movie. The concept is fantastic. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's two and a half hours long, so we didn't do all of it last night. The con- the um, actual acting, C-. minus. But the concept is fantastic, and I'm into it. The aliens are weird in this one, man. Wow. I like aliens. I like time travel. I say I don't like sci-fi, but I think I do. The more <laughs> I talk about it, the more I do. I'm like, I don't like sci-fi. <laughs> Nerdy. But I'm like... Oh, I gotta get me more aliens and time travel. <laughs> Apparently, this is the easiest Final Jeopardy question of all time. Now, Final Jeopardy is where it's supposed to be the hardest. You know, you have the first round, dollar amounts are low, second round gets a little harder, dollar amounts are doubled, and then Final Jeopardy separates the winners from the pretenders. But the easiest, hardest could still be hard. Okay, and you may miss it. That's why I wanted to play it here. Yeah, I'm just already setting myself up for that. So it was trending on Twitter, the easiest Final Jeopardy question ever. In 2019, this public university attempted to trademark the word the for use on clothing and hats. You have 30 seconds. Good luck. So the question is, this public university, write your answers down. Okay. Amy, Eddie, Morgan number two. This public university tried to trademark the word the, T-H-E. Hmm. Pretty recent story. How much is this worth? Well, it's Final Jeopardy. It's whatever you wagered. It's to win the whole show. All right, let's go to the the people here and see their answers. Amy, your answer is? Um, What is Ohio University? Ohio University. Or the Ohio State or something? I don't know. Buckeyes? (laughs) Amy, what you wrote down has to be your your Um, answer is... What is Ohio University? Okay, how much did you wager? Oh, all of it. Oh, yeah. Ooh. You wagered all your points, yeah. Sorry. Is it not right? It's not Ohio? It is not. I'm sorry. It's not Ohio. What is it? Morgan, what'd you write down over there? What is... Ohio State University. And what's your wager? Ooh, one dollar. All of it. Oh. <laughs> All the monies. Uh, Ohio State University is correct. Oh, come on. Oh, no. They're two different colleges. But I... Eddie? Oh, I had the University are? of Texas. Oh. <laughs> So uh, I was wrong, and I wagered all of oh, it. Oh, no, Eddie, oh. you went down. 
You flamed out hard. <laughs> Amy, o- Ohio is different. It is. Mm-hmm. There's an Ohio University and an Ohio yeah. State University. Yes. I feel like I said both, though. But it's what you wrote down, and you can't cover both with an umbrella. Well, hey, I'm proud of myself for knowing Ohio. I am, too. I'm proud of you, too. I, yes. And here's the answer. What is the Ohio State University? It sounds like Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who's hosting the Jeopardy that time. Oh, is really? Okay. I think so. That's um, when I would whisper in his ear if he didn't give me the Ohio It's University, a different college. And I'd I think like, Ohio's the Bobcats. That's right, it I is. I think Ohio State is... The, the, Buckeyes. the Buckeyes. And I would say, you're going to make this up to me. That's what I did to Steve Harvey. <laughs> you're going to make this right. <laughs> yeah, you're going to make this right. <laughs> Let's give away 100 bucks, courtesy of our friends at Hyundai. On the phone now is Teresa. Would you like a $100 cash gift card? I would love a $100 cash gift card. Okay, all you have to do is win the game we call Never Gonna Get It. So you have three chances to win here. The first chance is, okay. can, can you get it yourself? One in ten Americans will wait at least five weeks to do this, even after they realize they need to do it. I'll read it again. One in ten Americans will wait at least five weeks to do this, even after they realize they need to do it. What is it? That's the question. Now, if you get it, $100 to you. Teresa, what do you think it is? Yes. Renew your driver's license. Ooh, that's a good one. That is incorrect. But you're still in the game. Now we have Amy, Eddie, Morgan, and Raymundo is going to play today. Teresa, which one of them would you like to pick to win you this prize and never going to get it? I I always said I'd pick Bloodfox, but since he's not there, I will pick Eddie. Eddie, she's picking you. Okay. One in ten Americans will have at least five weeks to do this, even after they realize they needed to do it. Uh, Let's start with you, Amy. They will have five weeks to do it? They will wait at least five weeks to do this, even after they realize they need to do it. All right. Oil change. Oil change. Okay. Morgan? I had the same thing. I have oil change. Raimundo? Wedding certificate. (laughs) Something close to him. What do you mean? I mean, to officially get married, you got to do something with the courthouse. You don't just go to the chapel. There's other things you got to do, and people put it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You have to go. You're going to have to go. When should I start doing that? I mean, you, well, most people get it done. Bef- well, you're, uh, whoever's officiating is going to have to sign the form, so you'll oh, get it. we got plenty of time. Yeah. I'm not even worried about it. That's what I say. <laughs> In like two months from now, I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, Eddie? Uh, she was so close, Bones, with the license, but I'm going to go vehicle registration. Wow. Hmm. So we have two oil changes, a wedding certificate, and a vehicle registration. Come on. One in ten Americans will wait at least five weeks to do this, even after they realize they need to do it. The answer is bring their car in for a repair. Oh, you were so, we so close. close. I know. Dang. So, that being said... Uh, Teresa, you did not win, but we do have an, one final chance for you to win, which we're now going to the coin flip. It's oh. 50-50. She didn't win, but I'm going to flip the coin, and if she calls it right, she wins $100. All right, in my hand, I have a quarter. Heads is George Washington's head. Tails, this is some kind of like rare quarter with a pelican on the back or something. <laughs> now, Teresa, I'm going to be honest with you. Most times I just say, hey, we can't give you the prize because our lawyers won't let us. This is the final game. If you call this right, you win. Heads or tails, Teresa? Heads. She picks heads for $100. Here we go. It has come up. Hey! Good job. (laughs) This is what we resorted to in games. (laughs) Flipping coins. Flipping coins because I want people (laughs) to win the prize. All right, Teresa, you just won a $100 cash gift card, courtesy of our friends at Hyundai. How do you feel? Oh, that's amazing. I'm so excited. There you go. How do you feel? I'm excited. That's close, though. We almost got there. Hey, Raymundo, if I were to ask you, how do you feel? I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Uh, Nice. Okay. Hey, Teresa, you won the prize. Thank you for listening. Hang on the phone, okay? thank you. All All right. right. Thank you so much. Remember that story that came out about Subway's tuna subs not having real tuna. Yep. They're all fighting about it, and Subway's like, we're also going to give away a free bunch of subs, but we're also going to keep our tuna subs the same exact way. It's a whole news story now. Ah, by the way, I love Subway. It reminds me of high school. 
Subway giving away 1 million subs. Wow. Revamps entire menu. Hmm. I think it's time for a revamp, though, too. Like, but it, it is what they serve Subways. Like, what do you change? Mm-hmm. No, nah, maybe the logo. Oh. Colors, maybe? <laughs> yeah, it's all the same, but I do like it. But Raymundo sent an email to the CEO. Do you have the email, Ray, that you sent him? The original one was basically me asking for $5,200 because I said I'd ordered tuna subs over the course of 10 years, about one a week, for bodybuilding, photo shoots, purposes like that to be in shape, and I thought it was tuna. And so you got a response. You sent it to the CEO, but who responded to you? From the Subway Cares team. Oh, nice. They have a Cares team. Interesting. Okay, and, and how much do they care? About to find out. You want me to read it? It's yeah. quick. About to find out. <laughs> like he hasn't read it yeah, yet. Go ahead. Dear valued customer, thank oh, you. Oh, they for- didn't even put your name in there. That you know you ain't get fifty two hundred bucks and don't put your name in there. Dang. All right, thank you for your message. We've received it, and your request has been reviewed by our Subway Cares team. After careful consideration, we would like to gift you blank for being a valued Subway customer. In, any guesses on this one, or just go with it? Oh, you're playing a game with us. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna say. And then it ends up saying you can use it at any Subway location in the 50 states and D.C. We hope you have a great day, and thank you for writing Subway. There was it, there was something. They though. gave you one 12-inch sub. That's it? A foot long? That's what I was thinking. Free sandwich. Yeah, I don't feel like the Subway cares team cares that much. Mm-mm. Oh, I say they threw him a $50 gift card. $1 for each state. Huh. Or... One dollar. How many years did you do this? Ten years, one a week. Not too many numbers. Okay, Eddie? Yeah, one sandwich. One, one sandwich. twelve. Is, what is that? Foot long. Yeah. That's it. What do you got, Ray? Uh, it's basically like two sandwiches. They said we would like to gift you a $25 Subway gift card for being a valued Subway customer. Dang. And how do you feel about that? A uh, little upset. I am appreciative that they wrote back. I'm sure they got complaints, but, man, that hit hard. They just gave me a gift card and glossed over it. Are you going to Subway to cash it in? Oh, I'll use it. On what? Cookies. Two subs? Cookies. Not that. What? I'll go now. I'm going meatball. I'll go turkey. <laughs> oh, something nice. else. It's real. I'm not going back to that tuna ever again. They claim there's tuna in there still. Oh, they did. They do. They. St- I think they stand behind that. There's some tuna in there. It's tuna flavored, <laughs> which is not the same as tuna. But who cares? Uh, You're going to a restaurant. We never know what's on our food anyway. Really. Oh, we just trust them. That's I guess. true. It's tuna flavored. You got your tuna taste. Suck it up, Buttercup. Each tuna flavor sandwich. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Aisha Neves was recently scrolling through pictures of dogs for adoption at Lehigh County Humane Society. She's like, okay, we're going to find a new dog for the family. She came across a picture of a tan, like, pit Rottweiler mix. And she was like, dang, that looks like the dog that we lost years ago. Over two years ago, and, and obviously she's like, well, that can't be him. This looks like him. But then she saw the little scar over one eye, the scar from when he got caught in the gate, and she realized, uh, that's our dog. Oh, my gosh. From two years ago. <gasps> that's amazing. She said that uh, Kovu went missing in May 2019 after a truck hit her fence, and he escaped. Weeks later, he was found by the LCHS in bad health. He was in a shelter for four months, adopted to a new family, and then that family was facing eviction, so they said, hey, we can't keep the dog put it back in. She said, that's the dog. She went and got her dog back. Wow. Very cool. Like, mind blown, right? Wouldn't you be like, oh my God. I know. I wouldn't think it was real, but that's amazing. She initially worried that he wouldn't remember her, but she was like, he did. It's like old old times. That's a crazy story. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right. Feel free to call us. 877-77-BOBBY. That's phone number. Questions, comments. 877-77-B-O-B-B-Y. We're a little late because the dance party, but let's check on the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A police chase of a woman in a stolen truck ended at a McDonald's drive-thru after she tried to order food during the pursuit. <laughs> that story makes me laugh. <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-ba-ba>. <laughs> she got hungry. Hi. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you just can't help it. <laughs> the chase happened around 8.45 a.m. Mm. Massachusetts... Happened on Tuesday. Officers got a 911 call about a stolen pickup truck in the eastern part of the city. This is from ABC News. The man that made the 911 call told officers that a woman, whom he said he didn't know, climbed into his car and just drove away. He said his pickup truck had GPS. He could see its location. They got on it. They bird-dogged it. They found it. Well, she's going into a McDonald's. I mean, a sausage biscuit sounds pretty good right about now. 
Yes, it does. It's but not good. right about then, I don't think. I think I can hold off on my on my craving. I was thinking that she just took it to go eat. Like, that's what she wanted, and oh, she decided, yeah. like, that wasn't, you know, she's like, okay, this is my final destination. <laughs> a woman eats 50 chili dogs in 22 minutes at a Michigan bar. Mm-mm. We talked about Joey Chestnut yesterday, and at least that was on TV. At this least was he was for training fun? for something. A competitive eater wolfed down 50 chili dogs in 22 minutes, setting a local record at a bar in western Michigan where thousands of customers have their names on a wall just for eating, well, a fraction of that. Molly Scheuler showed up and just started eating Wednesday at the Corner Bar in Rockford while other customers watched with their own meals. WOOD TV reports after 19 minutes, she'd eaten 44 hot dogs. Maybe Joey Chestnut inspired her. Mm -hmm. This sounds like that. She watched and was like, I got to go get in on this. Yeah, and she wanted her name on the wall. Anyone who eats 12 in four hours gets their name on the wall. (laughs) 12 in four hours? That seems doable. She ate 50 in 22 minutes. Okay. Well, she didn't have to go that far, but... I don't know that I could eat 12 in four hours. No. 12 hot dogs in four hours? These are chili dogs. Oh. But I don't even think hot... Amy, I do not think you could eat 12 hot dogs in four hours. Okay. All right. No, you're right. I can't. I don't even want this to turn into like, but let's I don't see think, if Amy can do it. But I don't think you can. Okay. I guess, why Why am I thinking like that's not that hard? Because that's three hot dogs an hour. I get you're doing the math on breaking it down for a hot dog. <laughs> but think about this. If you eat two hot dogs, you start to be full. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Yeah. That full doesn't go away in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's not even three or four hot dogs. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like four hours is a long time. Should we try it? No. <laughs> Just three consecutive nights of poor sleep causes, quote, a great deterioration in mental and physical health. Awesome. Including anger, loneliness, and even Mm. breathing problems. Yeah. (laughs) This is the recommended sleep duration for people based on their age, which, by the way, I haven't slept good in two nights now. I wake up in the middle of the night, and it's like instantaneous, eyes wide open, and I don't go to sleep for two hours. It doesn't matter if it's midnight or two. I'm just up. So now I get up. For a long time, I fought it. For months, I fought it. Close my eyes harder. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. You've been a bad boy. Go to sleep. Now, I wake up and I'm like, well, it is what it is. I get up, have a bowl of cereal, have my special K with berries. Is that just you deciding that's what you need to do? I can't remember. I remember when you decided that's what you're going to start doing, but I didn't I know if that was it. advice well, from yeah, a professional. I read it from a professional sleep doctor. Okay. But I've tried the other thing forever, trying to force myself to go back to sleep. Yeah. Uh, recommended sleep durations. Preschool, three to five years, you need 10 to 13 hours of sleep a night. School age, 6 to 13 years old, you need 9 to 11 hours. Ooh, it's good to know. Teenagers, 14 to 7, need 8 to 10 hours. Oh, no, my daughter needs like 14. <laughs> A young adult, 18 to 25, that's 7 to 9 hours. An adult, 26 to 64, is 7 to 9 hours. Mm-hmm. That's us. Yeah, 7. 9. Yeah, I'm on that 9 scale. If I can Ugh. get it. I don't get it. I, tor- I yeah. can get 8. Pretty well. Seven to eight is what I get, but I, I think I feel awesome when I get nine. That source is the Sleep Foundation. Okay. So there you go. Those are your stories. Close it on up. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Yesterday at my house, car drives up and it's Scott Stapp of Creed. <laughs> I've been waiting to interview Scott Stapp of Creed for a long time. You may know Creed from With Arms Wide Open. They were massive. You may know them for hire. Can you take oh. And he comes over to the house, and we're sitting around the table talking, and it's one of those rare, rare moments where I'm like, I cannot believe I'm sitting next to Scott Stapp from Creed. And I tell him our ping pong story from back in the day. He didn't remember it, obviously, because it was a quick tour moment for him, but for me, it was life-changing when I played him in ping pong when I was like 20 years old. <laughs> Yeah. It's amazing. I was like, you remember that? He goes, nope. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Not a clue. So I do want to play because it got, we talked about the formation of the band at Florida State. We talked about how they didn't have a real record deal. They, some rich guy was like, hey, we're starting a label. How about we do this after they'd already been rejected all these places? How massive they were. But then he starts talking about the hate that Creed gets. And then they were called the most hated band in America. Yeah, that's sucks. He's like, within like two or three years, it went from like the saviors of rock and roll to the most hated band in America because they got so popular. And people like Eddie are mm. the ones that, that hurt this guy's feelings. Haters. making me feel bad. I want to yeah. play this clip. It's about 45 seconds long of Scott Stapp on the Bobbycast. Here you go. I've got an article framed and it says, you know, Creed and Scott Stapp are this summer's rock and roll saviors. We went from those type of headlines to literally the most hated band in America. It was weird, like, going from those two extremes and it hurt 
and some of the hate. You know, I'm human, man. You know, and I took it personal for a number of years. You know, and then there was a number of years where I got angry about it. And I'm the type of person that, uh, you know, gets angry. Instead of lashing out at them, I, I actually lash out at myself. So I began to self-sabotage. Uh, and, you know, and that's when I began to kind of, you know, when I would feel down and got, to, got into depression, began to, you know, you know, drink and, and do things that, that would lead to behaviors that were very out of character for me when I was under the influence. And it was just self-sabotage to be so elevated and then to have such hate. And it wasn't so much that it was from the fans because it wasn't from the fans, it was from the media. And so it was public and it was out there. And so it was embarrassing on one regard publicly. And then it hurt publicly. Oh, man. man. Yeah, I got goosebumps. That sucks. Eddie, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a key word there is the media. What was wrong with it? Why would they do that? The fans. I don't think I ever told Sky, hey, dude, I don't like your band. You guys are terrible. No, on the show. You did. Yeah. On the meet, like you have mm. a voice on the radio. And you realize that. Media. Yeah. <laughs> and I've Didn't always been that. an advocate of Creed. Mm-hmm. Nickelback, too. People hate on for no reason. Just because, yeah, I don't like them either. Just because people tell you to. <laughs> But I've never said anything bad. About it. I just don't like them. Like, I don't you like. Did. Th- you're you're such a poser. I don't like this music. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's awesome. I hope you guys go listen <laughs> to the Bobbycast. All you have to do That's sad. is go search the Bobbycast, find the Scott Stapp interview. I loved it. it was, he was a real treat to hang out with. It's an hour long. We sat and talked for a wow. long time. It's fantastic. So you guys go check out the Bobbycast. And Eddie, I hope you feel good and bad about it. I'm going to have to listen to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe I turn around. I'm just like, next thing you know, I walk in Monday. Can you take me high? You do that yeah. anyway. You sing Nickelback no, too. No, I don't. And you tap your finger. You're like Coldplay hater. No, I love Coldplay. No, but you're like that person who hates Coldplay just because they hate Coldplay. But I you're don't. You're just that with different. What are you? I'm not your best friend right now. <laughs> <laughs> I rescind my best friend. <laughs> Kayla in Mississippi. You are on the Bobby Bone Show. Kayla, what's going on with you? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Hey, Kayla, it's Bobby. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. What can I help you with? Um, I was just curious about whatever happened with the song that you had written with John Party. I know y'all had talked to y'all's boss because, was it, um, Brantley Gilbert had written a song similar? Yeah, so we had recorded a song, Eddie and I, The Raging Idiots, with John Party, and I wrote it. It's called Can't Say That in a Country Song. And then Brantley Gilbert puts out a song with the same premise that he wrote with Hardy and like weeks later. And I was mm-hmm. like, this seems awfully fishy. Like, I never heard this song before. And all of a sudden, we write it and put it out, and they got one coming out. <laughs> and I told our boss that, and he promised us a world premiere, but then he never came. Yeah. He never backed up his claims. Yeah, we don't have that date, do we? Mm-mm. Still don't have it. Hmm. We should play that, though, now. Hey, Ray, can you get that up? I'll go to it in one second. Got it. But we'll do our own world premiere. Come on. Except it's already been out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Hey, thank you, Kayla, for reminding me. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. And I'll get to that coming up at the end of this break. But we will play Can't Say That in a Country Song from the Raging Idiots. There was an ambulance sitting outside a funeral home, and the ambulance had its radio on, and someone's like, that sounds weird. And the radio was playing, doom, doom, doom. Another one bites the dust. Oh. (laughs) That was not a good song for a funeral home. It was accidental because the radio was just on a radio station. (laughs) Classic rock. But the radio was up a little loud as the ambulance sat outside the funeral home. Yeah, very ironic. And this song was playing. A little bit, you had to you had to LOL unless you were there for the funeral. Right. If you just drove up and you saw that, you'd be mm-hmm. like, well, that's, that's funny. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. That is a jam, though. I stand by two things in music. That if Queen was today, they would still be a massive success because they sounded so different then and now. And Biggie. If those two people came alive today... They would be hits because of how current their sound still is. Tupac, yeah. not so much. He was culturally huge, but he sounds like an old rapper at this point. But I think Queen and Biggie are the two that still live and still are, you know, they, they still sound like groundbreaking musicians. A 37-year-old Texas man wakes up with 20 years of missing memories. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wild, huh? Wow, I just forgot Which everything. 20 years? To, well, there's not a lot of 20 years is though, to be fair. Yeah. And also, memory one through four, you don't have anything anyway. Right. Okay. Some- a Texas man woke up one morning. This is last year in July. And he looks over at his wife, and he had no memory of the last 20 years of his life. So he's like, who are you? He was convinced he was still 17 years old and had gotten oh. drunk and gone home with a woman or been kidnapped. His parents were able to convince him of the truth. What? 
Doctors said he was suffering from transient global amnesia that would only last a day, but a year later, he still has no memory of the missing two decades. This is hmm. terrible. Wild story. The 37-year-old guy. So he's still woke with up. his... Still, like, does he live his life and just because he doesn't know this woman that he's sharing a life with? I haven't talked to him. Oh, I just have a story here. <laughs> I know. I guess I'm just curious because I'm like, is that something that really happens, or do you like? <laughs> that's a long time to fake that, though, to like get out of no, your life. No, that's commitment. You can't do that. <laughs> for a year. After a but week, like, you're like, I'm or maybe done. he knew he did something bad. Yeah, he's like, I was gonna forget oh. everything. Somehow he read about that and that it could happen. He's like, you know what? Um, I, I have no memory does this of any of this. Dies. I'm leaving this life. <laughs> Doctor said it's transient global amnesia, which I mentioned, and that with this, when it happens to people, it's like a six-hour, max 24-hour thing. That's crazy. That's why they were like, in a day, you're good. But that was July of 2020, and here we are now, July 21st. And it sounds mm. like it happens like if you're traveling the world or something, and you wake up, and you're like, wait, where am I? He remembers waking up and looking in the mirror and going... Why am I old and fat? Uh, what? <laughs> he's 17. He but he's he in the body mind. of a close to a 40-year-old. Right, I know. I'm like, this is a movie. That's like some Freaky Friday yes. stuff. Sure. Which, by the way, you know who's going to be on the show next week? Lindsay Lohan? Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. Okay. Well, that's cool. Same. Yeah. Good. Amy, like, goes even higher, and it's disappointing. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> Paul McCartney? <laughs> oh. No, Jamie Lee Curtis is iconic. Yeah. yeah. But she's going to be on. She's got a new podcast, but we'll talk to her about Horror movies or in Activia? Yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm. She's able to turn it over. Uh, okay, you guys hit us up, 877-77-BOBBY. Uh, before I play this, I'll tell you, the Raging Idiots, Eddie and myself, we have a few shows. We're doing two festivals, Bobby Fest in Wichita, New Braunfels um, in September. And in August, we're playing in Syracuse at the New York State Fair. Ow. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Eddie is filling in for Lunchbox. Eddie? Uh, there's a guy in New Jersey. He's just looking for a parking spot. So he finds one. He's trying to parallel a little bit. Mistakes the brake pedal with a gas pedal. Mm. He reverses into a driver's ed school, ironically. So he damages the front of the place. The police get there and they're like, oh, uh, you weren't trying to get classes, were you? <laughs> <laughs> no, they wouldn't. He is now. <laughs> so they, they issued him a ticket for careless driving. So I would feel bad for him. And I don't think this would be a bonehead except he crashed into a driver's ed school. That's the irony of it. Because mostly I would say, oh, that's unfortunate. That would happen to a lot of people. <laughs> Heck, it's almost happened to me before. I agree. Me too. But the fact that he crashed into a driver's ed school. Yeah. Slightly LOL. They did say the owner came out and said, hey, do you want to take some classes while you're here? <laughs> okay. Okay. There you go. There's your bonehead story of the day. Let's flash back to 2001. With a little segment we call Flashback Friday. Flashback Friday. The biggest country song. I'm just going to sing the melody, see if you can name this song. Okay. Okay. Na, 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 na. I'm already there. Nice. Yeah. I'm already there. Take a look around. Jam, huh? Yeah. And very underrated because Amazed was so big. It's often looked over when you think about Lone Star. Mm-hmm. But what a jam. 2001, I was junior in college. I've been doing radio for a couple years, and I was like, I might not be terrible at this. I kind of found out. I was like, I've always wanted to do this, but I might not be terrible at this. Uh, the biggest pop song. Okay, I'll give you the, the, the melody, okay? Okay. The thing you do. That thing. No. Or I'm loving it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I heard. McDonald's, I'm loving it. <laughs> Me too. It. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. Anything? I I feel like what I was singing back worked. What? That thing. I don't no. think that's true. You remind me of a girl. That, uh, I just had the raw the, the lyrics wrong. Oh, yeah, well, that's, well, that's the important. Part of, but... <laughs> <laughs> you need yeah. those lyrics. This is it. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was singing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> girl. But if I'm giving you the melody, you can't give me the melody back and right. go. Right. Yeah. I know. It's just that that was a, the yeah. lyric mix up. Uh, the biggest thing in pop culture, Drew Barrymore marries Tom Green. They filed for divorce six months later. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Tom Green was massive yeah. for about 18 months. Like massive. I watched him. And I was like, this is the greatest talk show host I've ever seen. He's crazy, crazy. Then he made movies. Is yeah. Is yeah. for a minute it was awesome. Uh, that's flashback Friday. Don't forget on Sunday on Breaking Bobby Bones because we have two new episodes coming out. Ten nine central. I am a lumberjack in one of them. 
I do get badly injured. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. It's the only episode I got badly injured. And I am crawling under houses and crap, getting out animals. Mm. Cross faces, right? Yeah. Well, but all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. It's dis- we had to like track poop. Oh, to find the animal? Yeah. So now do you know? Are you able to bring that home? And yeah. Like- I can, listen, between doing Bear girls and this, I can see poop now and kind of know what animals. Really? Um, yeah. That's cool. Mostly it's just Stanley. Oh. But still, <laughs> I'm in the front yard. I mean, and I'm this like, is dog This poop. looks like it could be a bulldog. Okay. I'm, I can think I can identify that too. All right. You guys have a good weekend. We will see you Monday. Also, don't forget it's on Disney Plus, Breaking Bobby Bones. We want to check that out. See you Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye, everybody. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show.